Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast with your host, me, Chanel Patrice Hancock. It is November 26th, and I have to say, I'm not surprised that we only have four days left of the month. Thanksgiving's in two days here in the U.S. Time to eat that food. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Spend time watching football or basketball with friends and family, reminiscing over memories gone by and making new ones. Um, yeah, and that's what I'm getting ready for as of today. Um, I'm getting ready to head off to Cleveland to visit my family tomorrow. And um, I have to say, you know, it's always good to be around family at this time. And I feel like the language learning community has been one big family to me, along with the Anchor.fm people as well for the past year and a half. I want to thank you guys for everything that you do. Um, Any question I've had ever about tech in regards to the Anchor app and my podcast has been answered in a timely fashion. People have walked me through things if I were having difficulties with them, etc. And I really appreciate it. So if you want to create your own podcast like I did, where I have 10.4K listeners from 91 countries from around the world, go to anchor.fm. You won't regret it. You can log in with Google, Facebook, Twitter, And it's all free. And that's the cool part about it. So check out Anchor.fm, everybody. You know, today's episode is an interesting episode because I wanted to just talk about advice in regards to language learning and how much advice is enough advice. Because language learning is something that is an individual journey And I've been on that individual journey for the past four years, starting out with Russian as an independent learner and going on to French, Dutch, and Italian, where my level is a pretty comfortable A2 level, probably B1, Um, you know, passively. I understand more information than I can actively speak at the moment, but that's because I've been dabbling in about another four or five languages on the side, and I haven't really focused on making those languages stronger, essentially. Um, You know, I like to hop around a little bit and see where my brain takes me to. I do ask for advice on occasion, but for the most part, I follow my own gut, my own instinct. And I've come to understand that a lot of people in the community, they need that guidance. They need someone to help them get to the next step in their language learning progression in their journey as a language learner, whether you're a passive learner, active learner, kinesthetic learner, audio learner, or visual learner. And 
I definitely can understand that. I definitely can relate to that. There are times when I will go into certain groups that I'm a part of and ask certain questions, especially if I'm a new learner to the language, the culture, the community, so forth and so on. And there's nothing wrong with getting advice, but when you start going and asking the same question over and over again to a different group of people, you're going to get different responses to that question. And sometimes it can be a little mind-boggling at first. You're trying to figure out which piece of advice to follow first. And I always tell myself I need to follow my own gut because that person's advice might be good in one way, but it might not be good in another way. And as a language learner myself that does this as a hobby, you know, I'm not getting paid to do any of this. I'm doing this because I love it um, that much. It does seem to become a great deal um, complicated because you're listening to a variety of different people and it's almost like, wow, okay, I know I wanted this piece of advice, but maybe I should have stuck to like one or two people or maybe three at the most. Not like seven or eight. Because the more opinions you get, the more they differ, the more confused you start to get. And that's not something that you really want. And sometimes when people ask a question out in a forum like Twitter, you know, what what languages or language are you going to be working on for the following year or the decade to come? Someone asked that question. And I said, I want to work on my Cantonese, my Thai, my... Arabic, my Turkish, my Hindi, French, Dutch, and Italian. And I wanted to get them to a B2 level, but I neglected to mention that I wanted to do this within a 10-year period, not one year. And so the person automatically assumed that I meant one year, and they were like, well, that's not realistic. But I kind of feel now that the language learning community has gotten crowded with people's opinions about how other people should go about learning the language. And it's taking away from the individuality of that person's journey as a whole because they're so focused on what that other person had to say about their progression within their own language learning journey instead of following their own gut. And this can be problematic because, one, it can demotivate the person to want to learn that language because they're basing their progress off of somebody else's opinion, which really, that's all it is, is an opinion. It really doesn't matter that much because they're not sitting down at the table or in a chair or on a couch or laying on a bed or taking a walk. They're not doing those things. And so they're not taking the same preparation time to learn that language that you're learning. They might have learned it already. They might have decided not to learn it for whatever personal reason that they have. But it doesn't help the situation in the end because the person is still confused more now than ever 
And this kind of deflects from them wanting to achieve whatever goal they had set for that particular language. And sometimes I feel that enough advice is just that. Enough advice. It's advice. It's an opinion. You can either take it or leave it. But at the end of the day, you have to follow your heart and your passion and why you wanted to learn this particular language. So, like, in my case, for instance, um, I might ask a question like, how do you say language in Levantine Arabic? And I found Lega was the way that you say it in um, Levantine Arabic. Because right now I'm using the Mango app to learn Levantine Arabic. And I'm also watching Feast in the Middle East with Blanche, um, who's of Arabic descent. And she makes a whole bunch of different Levantine and Palestinian dishes, um, you know, with a twist. And I'm able to learn vocabulary um, from that. YouTube series in Levantine Arabic and I'm able to learn how to make different food and cook different Lebanese foods at the same time. So I'm learning about the culture, the history, the food, the language all at the same time. And I decided to change my approach to that because I felt when I'm learning a language, I want to know what the word language is if I can't find it. So I'm going to go to a group, join it, that's dealing with that particular dialect, which I did on Facebook, and they're very friendly people, and I really enjoy it. So shukran, sabe, you know, and honestly, I really do enjoy learning this language, and I mean, I might only focus on completing level one of Thai and Turkish on the Mango app because there's only one level, um, which is the equivalent of A1. So if that's all I do, that's all I do for now. Um, if I decide to uh, finish the Michelle Thomas Hindi course and, and have more information, I'll do that, you know, um, I want to get my Japanese up to a conversational level by next summer. Okay, fine. So if it's at an A2 going into a B1, I'll be happy with that. But everyone's learning style is different. I'm more auditory. So I learn everything. Well, I do have to say that when you're learning a language, you have to find something that motivates you enough to be able to stick with that language. And so learning how to cook Lebanese food and learn about the music and the people and the history of Lebanon, it gave me that motivation to keep going while learning different vocabulary and phrases in that language with that particular dialect of the Arabic language itself. Plus, you can speak it with more people in more countries than you could Egyptian. And as much as I love Egypt and the 
history of Egypt and Morocco and the history of Morocco, you know, I wanted to be able to learn a dialect that would be able to reach a variety of different countries and people and still be understood. So that's why I chose Levantine Arabic. So, of course, if I'm going to seek out advice, I'm going to find a group that I can join um, that speaks that dialect specifically. And I did. And the people have been very kind and warm and welcoming. And that's the type of environment that you want when you're learning a language whatever the language may be, to be honest with you, because I can ask five to ten people the same question and get ten different answers and still be stuck because I didn't follow my gut. And so that's why I want to embark upon you guys as listeners around the world, not just here in the U.S., that you need to find your your own way to, you know, Learn your language. Yes, you can follow Ollie Richards or Kristen Cable, Lindsay Williams, Shannon Kennedy, Benny Lewis, among others. But they have their own way that they learn personally. And then they take what they've learned and they try to share it with other people by creating courses and selling them and writing books and having you read them. And, you know, and I I think that's wonderful. I, I truly do commend them all on what it is that they do um, in that regard to creating great content to share with the world in order to help them learn languages a lot better. But I also understand that sometimes paying for someone's stuff doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the right fit for you. So you're going to want to go to people that have experienced the same um you know, language learning difficulties as you. I might be visually impaired. I might have partial vision in one eye. But, you know, I do find people that are similar to me in learning styles and we take notes and and there might be some differences because I do things one way and they may do things another way. But at the same time, we're able to help each other solve a problem. You know, and sometimes... You know, collaborating with people does help. But when you get that advice, it's like you have to take it with a grain of salt because it's just that advice. It's not something that you can sit there and say, oh, I need to take this because this person said it. So because this person said it, it must be true. Not necessarily. I have found throughout life, not just language learning, but life in general, that you need to follow your own heart and your own path or else it won't work. It just won't. And you want whatever bit of success that you gain from the chance that you took in order to increase your language learning knowledge, whether it's by reading newspaper articles or finding someone to be a pen pal to write to in that language or someone to talk to in that language, you know, verbally. Anything to be able to help you achieve your goal of increasing your knowledge in the language. All that advice does help, but sometimes 
You have to take the advice with a grain of salt. Let it flip down your back real quick and keep going because only you know what's best for you. And sometimes too much advice is not good. You have to be able to follow your own heart, your own goals, your own path. Because it is a lonely and isolated environment for you to be in when you're learning a language. I know because I live in a studio apartment and with my guide dog. And I listen to Mango on the phone. And I do what I have to do in order to be able to learn the language. Even if that means I do a couple lessons a day for one chapter. Let's say it's nine lessons. It takes me three days to do the chapter. I want to take my time because I want to make sure I don't miss anything of importance. And that's important to me personally. But at the same time, you do have people that feel that their advice is the only advice and that you should take it and that should be that. When in fact, it really isn't. And so I've come to understand now the older I get, because I'm 42 now, the more I've come to rely on my own comfort zone, my own advice, I take risks. If I don't know a certain word or I can't find it anywhere in the resources that I have at my disposal, then I will do the following. I will go and ask. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, people give you suggestions. They'll give you example sentences. You'll copy them. You'll paste them. You'll put them in a document. You'll see if you can use them or not. And you take the words or the phrases and you incorporate them into your your information repertoire so you can, um, you know, be a better speaker or translator or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. And, you know, for beginner students, I would sit there and say, yes, you need to follow, you know, some type of practical advice, but also follow your heart because your gut will never lie to you. You know, there are some people out there that are just in it because they want to make a buck. It's not so much about helping people anymore. It's about how many books you can sell, how many courses you can sell, how much money you can make, how big your social media platform can be. And I've seen that a lot. And it might have started out as a labor of love, but now it's starting to become more uh, economical um, stability issue for the individual that has their company growing at an existential rate. So I look at it from a whole. I started out loving this because I want to be able to speak. Um, I will continue doing the same thing. Um, you know, I will ask for advice when I need to, and I will thank the person, and then I will take a pause and think about what they said, and then I'll go and follow my own path if it's not what's the right fit for me in regards to the advice that they gave me on the particular topic in question. So, I mean, at the end of the day, all you can do is take it with a grain of salt, take what you want from it, and keep going because you have to be able to live the best life that you can as a language learner, 
And this isn't just for language learning. This is just for life in general. You know, your family's going to give you advice. Your friends are going to give you advice. Acquaintances. People on the internet. And that's all it is, is a bunch of opinions. But you have to be able to follow the goal that you want in order to achieve the results that you're trying, that you're looking for at the end of the day. And sometimes that advice can be very good for you. Sometimes it can be detrimental. Um, you know, I've had people try to question my level of proficiency in languages and I've just come out and said, Hey, I'm at the beginner level in Cantonese, Hindi, Arabic, Japanese, Turkish, Thai. And I'm almost at an A2 in Cantonese, Thai, Turkish, Hindi, you know. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. If that's all I want to do for those languages for right now, and focus on my Japanese and my Arabic and my Hindi, that's fine too. I'm at almost the B1 in Dutch and French and Italian. And so I don't feel the need that I need to practice them as much as I, I do. Um, you know, I'm fluent in Spanish, American Sign Language and Russian. And English but at the end of the day my level of fluency is different than everyone else's and so when someone asks me what my proficiency level in each language is okay are you questioning my integrity or are you just curious that you want to know what my level is I don't have to take a test in order to demonstrate my ability to be able to speak a language and I do feel that there's a lot of people out there that will give you advice and think that it's the best thing for you because they've studied X amount of languages or they have a degree. Well, a degree is just a piece of paper. It only shows what you know right then and there. It doesn't show the level of progression of, of your learning of the subject matter. It really doesn't. I mean, because you can take a test and pass it with an A plus one minute but if you can't speak at an A-plus level, there's another story altogether different. And to be honest, I clarify what I say now because a lot of people like to overanalyze what people say just to start, you know, a conversation that might not be warranted by the person who wrote the post. Um, about, you know, their language learning. And I said I wanted to get to a B2 level, but I never said I wanted to get to a B2 level in these seven languages in one year. And because I didn't emphasize that it wasn't one year, it was going to be over the course of decade of the 20s, um, the person assumed that I meant a year and I had to clarify. And I mean, honestly, when you get to that point where, a, you know, People are questioning your integrity. Okay, you have to ask yourself, okay, is this um, something that you want um, to continue to um, have to deal with when you're asking for advice or you're even participating in a threat? Um, it's just not the same and 
you know, if you're a minority, if you're a woman, specifically, you have these issues be brought up, you know, it's like, it's okay for a man to learn something, but if a woman learns something and they're a particular demographic, then why are you learning it for? We have to prove ourselves. And, and honestly, the only person I have to prove anything to these days or the advice that I have to take is my own. I can go out and ask people for advice on a few things, but I rarely do anymore. I just follow my own gut. And that does bring me to levels of success when I am learning a language. So if I want to have goals where I order food in each language, then I will study that and I will order food in that language. I will try to have a decent conversation in that language. You know, a basic A1 conversation going into A2 conversation. And if I only want to do like low intermediate or conversational level, I will do that. But I'm taking my time with it. I'm not rushing it. I'm following my own mind. And that's kind of what you have to do these days is follow your own mind. Because if you don't, you're just going to be listening to a lot of noise from a lot of people. And you're not going to know what way to go in regards to progressing in your language learning. So my end statement, follow your heart, follow your own path. If you ask somebody for advice... You know, be specific about the type of advice you're looking for. And if they still can't help you, thank them. And and try to follow your own gut because you know who you are as a language learner. And that matters more than 50 people giving you advice on the same topic. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I'm sorry that it's in two parts. Um, somebody called me. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been one. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Play Store, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, um, iHeartRadio. Um, share it with everybody. Um, you know, give me a like and a review because that helps more people. And I hope everyone has a great holiday if you celebrate Thanksgiving here in the States or abroad. Um, I will see everybody in the next episode of the podcast. Remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the podcast and enjoy learning languages. Take care.